friends. It's good to see you again. I'm Brian. And I'm Joe. Let's, Let's start, start the show. 48. Episode 48, coming at you from the mountains of Montana. Near near Monarch. We're up, we're up by Monarch. I don't want to tell everybody my hunting hunting area. You know, you're not supposed to share your, your hunting area, but... Uh, up Joe, your, your seatbelt's not on. Truck's beeping at us now. Is that going to be fine? Is for the background noise? Yeah, the background noise, it'll be good. Just kidding. For all of our listeners. Uh, there we go. Yeah, so we had to pull over on the dirt road here because we, we wanted to record on the way back and uh, get everything set up. So Joe isn't like driving around without a seatbelt on. It's just in the moment. Yeah. And we're also on a dirt road. Yeah. So. We're going so slow. Some people would even say that you're more safe to have your seatbelt off in case like something bad happened. You're not trapped in your seatbelt, you know? Some people. <laughs> not me. I, my seatbelt's on. Maybe the person like actively in the water with their seatbelt on and the door jammed. Yeah, that. we used it, we, it, when we were over in Iraq and we'd drive along, you know, a river or something, we'd have to take our seatbelts off. Really? Yep. Huh. Yeah, because uh, right before I, I deployed the second time, they, they lost... Uh, like two or three people in a Humvee accident where they rolled into like a culvert. And so, you know, the military is something like that happens. They have to develop a new SOP that everybody has to follow. Oh yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying like, like it's bad. <laughs> a lot of times that is the demise of an organization is one person does something wrong. So it's a new rule for everyone else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the, so we would take it off anytime we were near, near a, a creek because you know when you have an up armored humvee the doors you can, are really hard to get open too oh if yeah. you don't have gravity if the, if it's not sitting on its four wheels if it's on the side it's really hard to open those doors i didn't realize because i didn't even know that humvees came with armor they up armored them mm. over there like just i don't even know like welded on yeah like armor yeah yeah Thanks. Thanks, guys. So, yeah, we're, we're driving a, a dirt road near Monarch, and it's not actually my hunting area, but for Christmas trees, it is my hunting area. So you're, you're all welcome to know where I hunt Christmas trees. Um, I, I think it's actually trail number 163 is where we got this. And if you go to the show's Instagram, uh, we're going to have a couple videos of us driving through, like, Icy Creek. And, and uh, if you go to my Instagram, you'll see... Uh, a cool trick shot we did with the bow and we also we also took some video and pictures of uh, uh us drinking instant coffee yeah yes yeah, so we got all that so check out joe check out brian check out get after it podcast get after it underscore podcast on instagram you can see all that stuff that we had an adventure yeah and i just messaged you yesterday and i was like hey we got to record for our thursday show um i'm going christmas tree hunting and you're like well what time and i was like well if you don't go, I'm going to go early so I can be back so we can record. But if you do go, let's go a little later in the morning, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it, it worked out well. You're, you're up for an adventure, I know. Yeah. Like, this is one thing I've learned about you. you. You are up for an adventure. I like adventure. I like to do interesting things. Let's try. Let's go. Let's find out. Let's say hi. I even want to say that's how you responded. It's like, yeah, let's do it. It sounds like an adventure. Maybe. I think that's how you responded. That sounds like my, you know, that sounds like what I would say. Let's do this adventure. And, like, right now we just passed by, like, an old homestead cabin that would be, like, if I was a photographer, where I'd want everybody to do their senior pictures. You know, by those, like, old 
buildings kind of torn down with the with the wood everybody wants. You know yeah. What I'm talking about? yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'm I, I go to high school in Montana, senior pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So you're either like holding a rifle or you're by one of those kind of buildings or you're in a grain field. Some sort of barn situation. Yeah. Like old timey or in and or around like old vintage tractors, maybe. Oh, tractors or trucks. I've seen I've seen like, you know, the nineteen forties. You know, either rusted out or like super nice. Maybe kind of like laying down on a large log, but also, <laughs> but also wearing cowboy boots. Yeah, you know, well, isn't that funny? Like when we pose for pictures, we're doing things that like in in those situations, like we'd never do. I'd never lay on this log. Yeah, I would never lay on this log. Hey, stand in front of this stream with like maybe your feet in it in a in a in an evening gown. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, every time I've worn an evening gown, that's where I've been, is barefoot in a creek. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not me. If I'm in an evening gown, it's like Halloween, and I'm trying to make a spectacle of myself. Oh, okay. Gotcha. One time I went as uh, Melanie, actually. We were spot on. You like, guys did each other? Yeah, we went as each other because we had the same length of hair at the time. Oh, man. So did she, you dye your hair? Uh, I did. I did. Uh, did she dye hers? Um, I th- I can't remember. Maybe, maybe she put in a little gray. Oh man! Yeah, and then I dyed mine a little blonde, just Halloween blonde, you know, and put on right, some makeup. Right, like, like that goes washes out in a couple days. And she put on one of the sweatshirts that I was wearing at the time because I have this this thing about just like wearing the same thing for a long time. Like I've had this shirt forever. I don't know. And uh, so, like, we, yeah, we went as each other, and it was hilarious. But then I got a gig that night, so I we didn't walk around together. Like, I was playing a show. Oh, uh, so it just looked like you were kind of cross-dressing. People just thought I was in drag, yeah. 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 And then sh- they, everyone thought that she was uh, Kurt Cobain. Oh, all right. I was like, okay, that's... I mean, it's not a horrible compliment. No, I mean, I'll take it as a, I'll take it as a compliment. Why yeah, not? like, it's not an insult. No, even though Kurt Cobain was a terrible person. Yeah, yeah, like, not like, not a great not a great person. I feel like in person, um, he was like also kind of a butthead. Like he was just not even a polite person. Yeah, I, there's a video that like been kind of popular recently of him, and he they said like you know something about his kids, uh-huh. but he made a joke about yeah, I, I with you know whatever brand alcohol that sounded like kids. Like he didn't even respond to the question about kids. He's like yeah, I drink this bottle all the time. You know, I could use more of that in my life. He didn't even talk about his kids. Oh, yeah. Actually, I went to, um, I did this thing where I was I was trying to get a bunch of gigs in random cities. And so I was trying to get all the way to the ocean from Montana. You know, we live in the middle of Montana. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try, try to get gigs this way west and try to get myself to Ocean Shores, Washington. Okay. And on the way, I got a couple gigs in Aberdeen, Washington. All right, and I did not realize this, but Aberdeen, Washington, is where Kurt Cobain is from. Gotcha. It starts occurring to me as I'm rolling into the town, you know, because I, I, you know, it kind of sounds familiar to me, and I'm like, oh, well, so. And um, the person I was with at the time, they were with me on the trip, and uh, they were huge Nirvana fans. So I'm not sure why it didn't occur to them, but I, um, maybe it did. And and so as we're coming into the town, it says, "Welcome to Aberdeen," and it says, "Come as you are." <laughs> and I was like, come as you are. Why Why does that strike me as familiar? And then the person I was with was like, oh, that's this Nirvana thing. That's, you know, that's a song. And I, oh, I think, and then they were like, I think Aberdeen is where he's from. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of cool. 
and um, I go into the bar and I'm I'm chatting people up and I'm like, hey, is this true? Is this where? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, he's from here. Actually, his mom might come in later. Um, she's the town drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Well, where's the mu- museum or a large statue that um, that you've erected for him? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, we don't ha- we don't really have any of that. I mean, if you remember, he, he was kind of well known as just like a drug addict that, yeah. that just then also, I mean, killed himself, we think. Yeah. Uh, and so not a lot of that besides a bit of his music are we wanting to celebrate. <laughs> right, right. And and even to know him, like he was a kind of a troublemaker kid. Like he didn't like I mean he wasn't respectful. He there were stories about him renting apartments and then rubbing feces all over the walls and you know just like leaving and not not paying and all that stuff and I was like, "Oh. Um so you're saying I, I don't have to know any Nirvana songs then. Right. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I'm hoping that they didn't, like, hire you because you had, like, a resemblance, you know, because that's where we were just at there, saying that you kind of look like him. Your wife was mistaken for him when she was trying to dress up as you. Right. No, and I, that you got the show so that you could do only Nirvana covers. Right. You know. No, because I didn't know any. And, he, I mean, if you listen to my speaking voice, it's nowhere near the high, screeching, you know, banshee that he vocals that he uses where the bad folks go when they die they don't go to heaven and when you hear stories of that like like not a good kid but Mm -hmm. you know hopefully it's an overcoming story not ending as as poorly as his did but in those those stories you'd also like to hear how he's like come back and he donated a bunch of money to the school and and disabled kids and Nope. You know, paid these people rent money, you know, to try to like, like pay back his debt to society for being a horrible kid. But nope, nope, nope. He's just like, he, he never even visited again. No, nope. I think. <laughs> and if you, if he was ever asked, he was like, I hated that town. Stupid town. Like <laughs> that town I was from. Ugh. Right. Terrible, terrible town. I think it even has, uh, he references it, it sometimes in his music, the muddy banks of the Wish, Wishka, I believe it is. So wait, to finish the story, did you actually mm-hmm. make it to the ocean? I did. Yeah, I uh, I played a show in uh, Ocean Shores, and yeah, I made it. It was fun. All right. A cool little, I mean, when I was just starting out, it's like one of these little projects you give yourself. Like, I wonder if I could, you know, get myself gigs all the way to this cool place and then have that not be f- something I cannot financially recover from, you know. So, right. Because if I have gigs, well, you know, I'm going to a few hundred bucks as I go and pay for gas, pay for food, pay for hotels, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like doing your, your own little tour by yourself or with somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you had, like, your, your roadie with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I like it. Um, do we want to talk about our previous podcast at all? Uh, with James? With James, sure. Bail, bail, bail check? Bielzak. 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 And then our upcoming one with his uh, podcasting partner. With the other barbarian. The other barbarian. <laughs> I think... Um, or the main barbarian. I think Skyler's the main barbarian, and James is, like, his assistant. Oh. Is that kind of the vibe you got? I don't know. I don't know if that's their dynamic. I thought they, I thought they were more like us, like, kind of equal. No. Which, James tried to point out that we weren't equal. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he tried to get us in, in a fighting mood. Definitely an instigator. <laughs> yeah. And that, I think, out of everything, like... M- more than anybody else that we've like had on the show, yeah, he he wanted to fight. 
you know, like, but not in a bad way, just like. He liked to mix it up. Yeah, he liked to mix it up, which, which is uh, like new and fresh, you know, for our show. If they're used to us just talking to people, maybe making a few jokes. Yeah. That one was a little bit more, we're going to go after it. I'm going (laughs) to. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, they're equal. They're equal guys. <laughs> they're equal barbarians. I'm just messing around. Um, but yeah, we're gonna have. Uh, so let's talk. Yeah, he was a he was a firecracker. He was a guy that was like so. I mean, so hard to just like get an easy answer out of him because I'm just like, hey man, like, let's get to know you. And he's like, um, what do you want to know? There's, I'm I'm a guy who's got a name. I, I got a I got a product I sell. It's really good. If you don't like it, get out of my face. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't want to talk about his military background. Next question. It, it took a while to get the names of the businesses off of him. Oh no! Like he didn't want to. Like he didn't actually blossom and open up until we um, we touched on something that he hated, and he wanted to know. We he he wanted us to know why he hated it. Yeah, and that he knew it was a controversial topic. <laughs> and I and I really wanted to press into that. Yeah, you're like, like Whoa. I, I wanted to be like, all right, like why this is this is what gets you to open up. Like yeah. you don't want to talk about your home, your business your background all that is just like nope you're that's like pulling teeth but like (laughs) if we want to talk about like why you don't want to advertise that stuff and why you have this unpopular kind of thorny opinion about something that's otherwise kind of not that big of a deal right well and i do know i do know from um our podcast we did on their their channel Mm -hmm. that he does like to say some things sometimes just to get a rise Oh yeah, right. Like, and so he may not actually even believe what he was, uh, quote unquote, arguing with us about. Oh no, because when he heard the song, he's like, "What? That's what you got out of me?" And I'm like, "You went on a rant. We only talked about that mostly <laughs> about how you don't like advertising that America is good, <laughs> right? You don't, you don't like right. that. You don't want to invest in it. You don't like people. I mean, you're okay with people that are doing it." But you despise it. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. well. Yeah, that's, he, he that's, wants handcrafted goods, yeah. a grizzly bear, a gorilla. He's got, and he will buy from anywhere that's that's either handcrafted or cheaper. Yep, we yeah. got we got to know about his uh, dog that passed away, super young dog that passed away. That was sad. Oh, um, I was trying to think of the the name of the dog now, and I I lost it. But um, I really do love Rottweilers. Yeah, I can't remember. That was a sad thing. So we, I mean, we did learn some things. He, he, he well, we talked about paragliding quite a bit too. Yeah, the paramotoring thing was interesting. Paraglide motor sail, the thing. Paramotoring sailing thing. That yeah. I mean, I mean, the more we talked about it, the more I was like, maybe I would do that. I mean, I don't know that I have. Maybe after I have an extra fifteen grand, I guess. Yeah. Because I don't like, you know, when he was like, y- you know, how people invest in um, snowmobiles. I was like. No, I've never, <laughs> I've never, ever, I mean, I guess I could think back and go, um, sport bikes. I used to ride a sport bike and you can call that kind of a hobby because they are as a u- utility vehicle, kind of useless. You know, they're like the, you know, the weather, you got to watch out for that. They can't carry anything. So I guess, yeah. You know, when I had a sport bike that I had to spend six grand just to get it and then you have to pay the insurance and then the, the t- cool looking, um, Power Ranger looking jackets that you get to wear. Yeah. You know, that adds up for gloves sure. and helmets. And if you get really into boots and pants and yeah. 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 But that's, you know, that's, so that was cool. 
He has some interesting hobbies, and he wants to come back on, which is perfect. Because I thought, I thought that he was like, uh, he was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the role of the instigator, yeah. ins- instead of letting these guys get to know me quite so easy. Let's yeah. just, I'm gonna let them know that I've got this tough exterior first. But I could tell he had like a marshmallow interior. You could tell he's an old softy, like a almond joy. Yeah. You think he's like an Almond Joy? Yep. And Some, we just got through the chocolate. We didn't even get to the coconut. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he's an Almond Joy. So he's a, he's a little nutty. Yeah, a little, a little nutty. A little almond on top, a little yeah. crunchy. <laughs> got to get through that chocolate exterior. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't, we didn't get there. Yeah, no. And so I'm looking forward to um, Skylar. So that'll be fun too. He does some cool hobbies as well. He's a um, he does voice, I th- well, maybe not voiceovers, but I know he does audiobooks. I know he does his own YouTube channel or channels. Oh, I um, didn't know that. Yep, yep. Um, maybe one or two of them. And maybe kind of like James, you know, some that he's working on, some that he's just tried in the past. So we can talk about those. Um, what else? I think You guys have known each other for a while, too. Well, we've met once or twice. Oh, so like okay. I've, so not like known, but no. known of each other. Yeah, we met at a party one time. He was dating a lady. We met at a party. He was funny. You know what I mean? I, yeah. He's a, he's a pretty good sense of humor. I have a pretty good sense of humor. I remember that. And then I think I just remember we started to talk about microphones. We I, I realized, oh, this is another microphone nerd. <laughs> cool. Because not many people know, you know, all the little words that you're using. Kind of like, you know, when you're trying to talk about some of the deep nomenclature of hunting or right. guns. And I'm like, wait, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, with him, I can be like, I can say things like, well, this one has a, a super courtyard pattern and not a not a hypercardioid pattern isn't that something and he'll be like he'll know what that means you know or maybe i think right because to me you just switched languages you were speaking yeah and it's just and it's i know it was i think it was english you know what it might be it might be latin yeah because you never know with scientific terms they're all latin Latin latinish but that's going to be fun because, um, let's see, what else does he do? Oh, he paints. I know he's kind of like a visual artist. Okay. He's a bit of a musician. I'm not sure to what capacity, but it'd be fun to dig into that to see what he's interested in. I've, I've seen some of his uh, singing on his Instagram. Yeah. I, so we're leaving Monarch right now to kind of get out of the National Forest here. And on the right over here, there's there's uh, I always remember the spot because oh, when they reintroduce wolves, I'm pretty sure... Um, up on one of these hills up here, I saw a wolf. Oh, cool. I mean, or not cool, depending on... Depending on your view of wolves and, you know, what they, I, I think wolves are cool. Oh, um, man. I remember. Hunters really don't like wolves. No. I, I'm fine with them. There's, like, farmers and ranchers, too. That like, right, right. I, I've talked to a couple of them, and some of them are just like, oh, I, I want to kill them on sight. Yep. I wish we could just eradicate them from the earth. And I'm like, whoa. I mean, there's certain people that love those animals or whatever. Yeah, I think I think that there's room for for all us predators on the land, and we need to be able to control the population so they don't like take out all of the non-predator animals. But beyond okay. that, yeah, right there, that's where I thought I saw a wolf was right at the top of that hill, right there. Oh, cool! And uh, uh, once we get to the other side of this hill, you'll see that there's like cattle in the field, and so I can understand why. Yeah, see, there are two cows right there. Oh, there you go. Um, so you can see why ranchers wouldn't like it. If I actually saw a wolf there, it's because it wanted to eat a calf i don't want to be i would definitely would not want to see a wolf out here next to my cows but i do want to go buy one of those three wolf t-shirts and take up my picture out there with those cows have you ever seen that three wolf thing uh-uh. you're familiar so it's a 
I don't know if it's viral, but it's uh, if you go to Amazon mm-hmm. and you go to search for the Three Wolf T-shirt, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the funniest thing that you can spend twenty minutes to <laughs> is to go read the comments or the reviews on this T-shirt because people people go hard. They they write like little short stories about how this um, Three Wolf T-shirt um, kind of gave them superpowers or. You know, or they met the woman of their dreams and, and right. <clears throat> struck oil or gained a superpower or it's and it is hilarious. <clears throat> so like I I think I think more people should wear like these three wolf howl- so there's howling like, at there's the moon. Like three wolves howling at a moon. Like uh I think uh on the episode of the office, Dwight Schrute wore a wolf shirt. Is it maybe it's probably something like that. Dang, probably. I can't picture it. Because I, which is weird, because I love The Office. Um, the wedding episode, mm. where they go to Jim and Pam's wedding, and him and Michael are trying to, trying to score. Mm, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. Oh, you, f- you find out in the next episode that Michael um, gets with Pam's mom. Oh dang! So um, I'm not sure if you would even see it in this movie, but I bet you this movie would tell you what the T-shirt looks like. So a Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. That I was going to say that before you said it. Bam. Yeah. Okay. So it's one of those um, one of those T-shirts, right? Yeah. And yeah. I've I might actually have to buy one because I just find it so hilarious. Anyways, um, some people like wolves. Other people love to write really long, elaborate, super interesting reviews that are totally fake about um, three wolf T-shirts on Amazon. So go there and enjoy if you haven't already seen those. I I love good reviews. Oh my! This right? Is- that are like like a page long and like just hilarious talking about like you know maybe how the product broke on them or you know silly that didn't actually happen but Mm -hmm. like they're trying to trying to prop up the the product yeah I think they're hilarious but you can't just go read reviews to find them you know what I mean like that's true you gotta have like uh, somebody wrote a blog about funny reviews and then you can find them all in one place Yep, I th- I don't, and I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, I think someone turned me on to it. They were like, hey, have you seen this three wolf like I'm doing to you? Like, I'm just spreading this by word of mouth. So yeah. I guess Amazon reviews work if they are fake and hilarious. They definitely do. They definitely um, do. Ooh, maybe I'll try that with our podcast. Should I put it on like a fake like a, a fake? Oh, we, well, we could go on to Amazon, even though we didn't get any of the supplies we're using to, to make the podcast. We could go on there and review these products because they're for sure for sale oh, on yeah. Amazon. Hey. And then just talk about how the mic works while driving and maybe how it got us a date or something. Oh, yeah. And we could put like affiliate links to our podcast within that review. Is that right. legal? Right. Yeah. So right. in the review, you say, hey, if you want to hear the podcast... There it is. Weird. Yeah. Good way to promote right there. Well, that was fun. I mean, we were just got out of the mountains, and we went and got a Christmas tree. We went on the hunt for a tree, and it was harder than you'd think it'd be because most trees are wonky looking. Yeah. So I, I told you as we were coming in, like, I haven't, as an adult, I haven't gone and gotten a Christmas tree. And, and maybe, you know, there's, there's some pretty... Um, polarizing views on live trees, fake trees. Yeah. Our fake tree that we've had for several years had the lights already in it, right? Like that's, I I think like the worst fake tree you can get. Like you don't even have to like put lights on it. You just unfold and plug it in. Yep. But we, we moved houses uh, right around the time we started this podcast. We got a new house and um, that tree was too tall. 
And so we had to, we, we gave it away. We put it on the Facebook marketplace and said, you know, free to a good home. <laughs> and, uh, and then we decided instead of buying another fake one, we'll, we'll go back to real. And I'm like, man, I, I don't know if I'm a lumberjack. Yeah. I don't know if I have any experience. Yeah. And so, yeah, we get out there and luckily the spot, I didn't intentionally kind of go there. I just wanted to drive along some, some back logging roads and, and see what we come up with. But mm-hmm. uh, luckily the place we went did have some, but yeah, you get up, you're like, oh, that looks like a good one. And then you walk up to it and it's like, eh. Charlie Brown. Eh, Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so the one we found, I think, is, is good. I think we found a good one. Um, I also have to go buy a, a tree stand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you do. For it to, you know, be able to stand up in the house. But we're back to live. You know, it drops needles. If you don't water it enough, it becomes a fire danger. And then some people are like, why are you cutting down trees? You know, save save the air. Um, I like the smell. I like that we went on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have lots of tree planting services out there. Like, we're <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's even measurable how much oxygen we're removing from the, the planet. I mean, I'm sure it is measurable. Yeah, I could take like shallower breaths for like a, a week, and maybe like uh, we equal out our carbon footprint. Right yeah, there. and so maybe maybe we do a thing where we go plant a couple trees, That's you know, right. just to like make up for it, have another adventure. Okay, that was fun. I was thinking I need to get out into nature more. I'm always um, focused in my little studio, or I'm, I'm closing the shades, and I'm just trying to focus on my work. And I, I, th- I, have you ever had your cards read, like with your signs and all that stuff? Like, like tarot cards? Like, yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? Tarot cards, and if they could talk about your, you're you're an earth sign, or maybe you're a water sign. I, I have not. Never done that. Okay, so someone was doing that with me, and they were like, "You are all water and air, my friend. You need to like go out of your way to like go stand in the dirt and the grass." Sometimes, like on the regular. Oh, so water and air isn't that that strikes me as outdoorsy, is it not? Doesn't it? Yeah, but I guess I'm not grounded or something. My head's and I was like, well, maybe my head's always in the clouds. Is that the metaphor you're trying to give me? I don't mind that advice. I guess I do have a little, you know, I get in my own head and I get in my own um, aspirations a lot. So maybe it's just a reminder to like go go uh, go sniff a tree or whatever, walk around in a in a evening gown and in a little creek and have some t- one take your picture <laughs> or some whatever. Picture. And I was and so I think about that when I go out and I was like smelling the air and I was like, man, we just drove. What was it? Forty five minutes maybe out yeah, there. Yeah, forty five minutes to an hour. We drove out there. We get to like walk around in this beautiful scenic, snowy. I mean, the weather. I mean, the temperature was really good. I didn't even feel like I needed the coat for most of it. Right, right, yeah. Even though it's even kind of windy today, too. Yeah, it's, a bit of wind. It's, and it's December in Montana. And it was like noon, and I feel like we had like all this golden sunset sun. Yeah. And I'm like, where's this coming from? It's like noon. No, just like cutting through the trees. just beautiful. So I, I pulled over real quick because you were talking about like being in the outdoors and stuff. If you mm-hmm. want a quick trip, this is, this is uh, right below us down here is uh, Montana State sluice boxes and so this this right here where all these cliffs are right here yeah and you got the this is the belt creek running through right here um this is all a state park 
And so there's there's trails that run right through here, and there's there's an easy one that you walk from down here, and all the way over there. I don't know, maybe a mile, uh-huh. might be a mile, and then so two miles, maybe round trip, probably less than that. Um, it's just gorgeous. If and if you if you come in the spring, you can pick berries down here, like raspberries, mountain. I don't know. Wild, wild berries. Okay. The the fruit, right? With that, just be aware. Be bear aware. Bear aware. Yeah, because that cliff further down there, you can kind of see those cliffs down there. I've seen bear there. And then one time, I love to come fish here, and um, I was walking along and, and fishing, and I came to this really nice looking, when you're a fisherman, you call it a, a fishing hole, right? Mm-hmm. Came to a really nice hole. And I'm, I'm casting, and the creek had made a big right-hand turn right there, and that's what made this deep hole in front of me was the, the creek hit this cliff, hit the, the wall of the cliff there, and then made a right-hand turn. And so it made this deep hole. So I'm, I'm casting, and I look over, and, you know, I'm at, like, this, this corner, and on the other side of the creek is, is a black bear, like uh-huh. just across the creek. And you can see how wide the creek is. And where, where I was at, it might have been 15 feet wide and there is a black bear 15 feet from me and it like they have padded feet right so mm-hmm. i didn't hear it coming in and i look over and there's a bear there it doesn't know i'm there and i'm like okay i don't know how a bear reacts when it gets spooked right <laughs> like right like so if i make a noise right now is it going to attack me or is it going to run away and um so i decided on um holding my fishing pole on a rock a fishing pole left hand, rock right hand, that I would, as quietly as I can, while facing the bear back further away to give me more space uh-huh. between me and the bear. And uh, as quiet as I can, but if it heard, like, be ready to react, you know. Mm-hmm. And I took, like, one step and a rock is like, you know, like like instantly. I didn't get anywhere. Uh-huh. And, and it, it cracks, and the, the bear looks over at me and, like, does one of those, you know, like your cat or your dog, like, is curious, and it kind of tilts its head, like a little head cock, the cute little... Uh-huh. It did that. It didn't seem cute because it's a bear, but it did the head cock and immediately took off, like in the wrong, like away from me. Like, I don't want to be around Brian anymore. Mm. I'm gone. And it and it just ran uh, super fast. And, and in my head, I'm like, okay, thank goodness. But also, I got to see how fast a bear can move. Yeah. <laughs> and those things, we talked about it just on the last podcast. Bears are fast. They are fast. But yeah, that happened just just down there. We can see it from here. But this is a nice little scenic overlook. Cool. And I just yeah, I figured you're talking about wanting to be in the outdoors. Great place to bring kids, mm-hmm. bring your wife. May, maybe some bear spray. I don't think so. There, there's no grizzlies down here, right? And so maybe some bear spray. But it's it's fun. You can swim in the creek. You can walk in the creek with your nightgown on. Cool. Um, Evening go. So there. Now now we're now we're on the road again. On the road again. I used to hate that song, by the way. They overplayed it, I think, in my childhood. Willie Nelson. I grew up thinking, man, that guy's voice drives me up the wall. But now as an adult, like I really enjoy it. I really like yeah. I, I'm opposite now. Like I I've I heard this um I wanted to hear the the music that kind of made him popular and there's like a couple albums. One of them's called The Redheaded Stranger. And it's uh, mostly him, his voice, 
and his trigger, you know, his his guitar named Trigger, which is a nylon string guitar like mine is. Uh-huh. And I was like really intrigued because I was like, well, this made him famous, and it's like mostly him and him strumming strumming um, on a, like a nylon string guitar, and which is kind of what I do. So I want to see, how, well, how's he go about it? And man, I don't know. I just the songs were good. His voice really fit the music. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Like, it's not traditionally like, wow, this guy has an amazing voice. But it fit. Definitely fit what he was going for. So well, that's what I, maybe I'm trying to do. See the whole herd of deer out here? Not to try to change the subject, but if we didn't talk about it now, we'd pass it. I see. All those, those are muley deers. Hello, muley deers. Mule, mule deer. A pack of them. Yeah, big old pack. But that's, that's Montana for you. They're everywhere. Like you, you're driving around. You just deer. Those I think every time we see a deer, we should just say deer. I mean, so people know deer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because there's there's so they're everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, Willie Nelson. I like um, dogs. Is he also the one that had his own like fried chicken? I think branch? that was um, no, that was uh, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Yeah, they had. At that restaurant, Kenny Rogers neighborhood, they had um, cornbread with corn in it. Oh yeah, dude, that's the way to make it. It is absolutely the way to make it. Oh, that reminds me of um, the cowboy corn poppers at the Beck. I know. I feel like I, I feel like I, I'm working in their uh, marketing department or that department. <laughs> right, the, the, right. the amount that I bring them up, but <laughs> it's like this little popper. That's like kind of crunchy on the outside, um, but on the inside, it's like I think bacon and something else and like creamed corn. Oh, it's like something you, something you got to try. It's like the thing that I have to bring home every week now that Melanie has tried them. And now, oh, is that what you got her last time when mm-hmm. you and I ate there together? Mm-hmm. You brought those. Okay. Yep. I was like, I, I gotta get these. I should have had one then. I should have just stolen one out of her. I wasn't thinking. Box. I wasn't thinking about how magical they really are. Because I mean, there's not that many places that I I say to people, "Oh, you got to get this food item at that place." I mean, there's a lot of places in Great Falls that I'm like, "That's a good place. They make really good food." Like Two Ks. That's a great breakfast place. Love them. I don't personally. I don't know the one thing that they're doing that's better than everything else. I just know that it's really good. Everything. Have, have you eaten a burger there? Yeah. Yeah. That are like the size of your face? The portions there are really good. <laughs> I so if someone yeah. said, I want something, you know, regular, good home, and I want the portions to be big, I mean, no doubt, two Ks. Two Ks. Yeah. But all the portions are big. I don't know. You know what I mean? Is it that, it's, so it's that way for breakfast? Because I've mainly only eaten burgers there. Yeah. They're, I mean, portions are good with every everything you order there. Because, yeah, the burgers are essentially like two and a half, three burgers you'd get anywhere else. You know who has the best burger in town? Um, I want to hear what you say. Pro- I, have, I have a pro- lot of views on this. Probably the carnivore right now because they've basically copied the In-N-Out burger. The carnivore? Yeah, it's like a stand or a... Oh, like a like a food truck? Yeah, it's a food truck. Yep, okay, yep. I, I, I haven't eaten there. I've been told I need to eat there. I haven't eaten there, so I can't tell you if it's good or not. But Five Guys, I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of Five Guys. I've not been there yet. I'm thinking then if you have time in this town, by the time we get back, mm-hmm. uh, my wife doesn't thoroughly enjoy Five Guys. Okay, and I do. Okay, we cool. could go. Yeah, let's do it, and I'll give you an honest opinion. 
Okay. Because the thing I like about, let's say the burger at the Beck, you know, there's something, something about all those burgers. I can really taste like, wow, this is a really meaty flavored burger. Where, right. where other places I'm like, you know, the patty is like, eh. It's or, or it's overcooked, overcooked or it's dry or Does, you can tell that it was a frozen patty. Yeah. Just isn't giving you that, that, that bursting meaty flavor. Yeah. Because you know? like five guys is good. Okay. But um, the double barrel, you their, know, their burgers are like legit. Their patties are great too. Yeah. I'm not sure about all their, I think I had one of their burgers. I think I had the spicy one. I think I liked it. Yeah. The, mm. And they, they have a decent breakfast too, but like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a burger, I don't know, connoisseur. I also like Roadhouse. Uh, the the Fords drive-in, 40s or whatever they call it. Every, I, I like those. Every now and again, a Fords is good. And I think that's kind of the same style that the carnivore is. You know, like a, almost almost a smash burger, like pretty thin kind of patties. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Mm, but the flavor is just all on point. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, if yeah. you, have you been to In-N-Out Burger at... at uh, Okay, so the, there's state. there's an in and uh, uh, rods in and out or Mike's in and out. I can't remember what it's called uh-huh. um, in Livingston, Montana, but it's not in and out Burger. Are they are so they copying that chain or whatever? No, I oh. think the chain copied them. Oh, really? So it's a drive up just like Forties Fords, whatever it is here uh-huh. in town. Yeah, it's a drive up just like that. Like there's no indoor seating. They they come out to your vehicle or you walk up to the 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 counter. Okay, and so it's been around since like the 50s hmm, um and it's it's really good but i haven't been to the chain in an outburger i okay. haven't been well next season when the carnivore um comes back in business because i think they stop for winter um try them and you'll and then we'll, we'll we'll try to go find an in and out burger out of the state we'll find one and so there's there's now you've got me thinking outside of the state um, have you had a, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, New, New, Newcastle, White Castle, White Castle. Yes. Yes. I do like White Castle. It's a good burger. <laughs> so like completely opposite of what we're talking about though, like a meaty, yeah. you know, great ingredients well, thing. It's, it's like this very, very thin slice of meat on a mustard and onion bun. They just do all the stuff right. You know, it's like, right. They, all the the flavors are there and they, in the right proportion, and they just I don't know. It's like a. So did you know that you can get White Castle in the freezer section of your grocery store? Oh yeah. Have you had those? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like my favorite microwave meal those is, are good. is a White Castle burger, and I I uh, I just have mustard on my plate and I dip them in mustard. Dang. Oh, they're so good. I think my favorite microwave dinner. Um, is a Stouffer's meat lasagna. I don't know if I've had that. It's good. Um, I don't know if it's as good as it was when I was eating them, but <laughs> I've, I've tried it a few times lately, and I'm like, well, this is good, if a little sweet. I don't know. Maybe my maybe it's my flavor wants have changed. Well, and so when you were talking about uh, Willie Nelson... And how your your sound flavor has changed. I immediately mm-hmm. went to food. Okay. Because there's things that, like, my parents used to have me eat, and I'd just be like, blech. But now, like, I want to eat those things, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah. You know? I can't think of one off the top of my head right now. Uh, sauerkraut. Sauerkraut's amazing. Sauerkraut on a hot dog? Mm-hmm. Like, bring me down to Flavortown, right? One of, one of my top, top favorite things to do with a hot dog is sauerkraut yep. and uh, mustard. Right. Sauerkraut, mustard. Bam. 
Um, and so, but I didn't like that as a kid at all. No, onions for me as a kid. Like if I knew onions was even in the dish, I would oh, be you like, were one of those kids. I was just ill. Yeah. And then um, now I can't get enough of any type of onion. Almost any way you can give it to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of onions, I, I know when it switched for me when I started to like onions. I went camping with my um, one of my uncles, and he had gotten a Vidalia onion. Oh yeah, um, like super fresh Vidalia onion, and wrapped it in tin foil mm-hmm. with with some butter and maybe maybe garlic. I don't I don't know. I have no idea what he put it in there, but he he just cut it into like wedges, like you would like an orange, uh-huh. right? Like like those wedges, and then wrapped the tin foil around, throw it in the fire. It was an amazing onion. Yep. Because they're like sweet Vidalia onions. Mm-hmm. And from then on, I've loved onions. You're like, oh, this is what onions are for. Okay. Yeah, love that. We're definitely back in service. I'm, I'm getting um, all, the, all the notifications on my, on my watch here. Oh, cool. Not me. I think my phone fell on the floor. It can stay there for a bit. Um. Okay, so upcoming Skyler, we just met with James, both from a local Great Falls podcast, uh, the American Barbarians. Yeah, I cool. think so. We we do need to get um, as we're thinking of like people to, to bring on the show. We got to get the, the the last that I'm aware of the last podcast based out of Great Falls on um, we're no damn experts. Oh yeah, maybe we should. I'll I'll reach out and see if we can. Uh finagle our way onto theirs cross cross pollinate you know them onto ours you know give them their props for coming up with such a cool name and tell them i was just kidding about having any rivalry with them i don't i just (laughs) i just i'm jealous jealous of the name how cool they are and all that stuff (laughs) so yeah that'd be cool um and then because we got yeah we got uh mr mcgonagall on which was cool yep and we've got uh the barbarians on which is really cool um and then yeah just makes sense the well, and, and our first sense. one he kind of has a podcast oh wait wait um um not our first one. our first one was with gabriel Owl, mm-hmm. and he does radio shows and some some kind of along the lines of podcasting yeah. and then also we had um bjj uh oh that's right and so they have their own podcast too. We've actually had a lot of podcasters on the show. I'll be darned. We've done good. Um, gosh, what is what was the name of Preston's? Was it Bone Crusher? It was something, but he didn't like. I think he, he was renaming it too, wasn't he? Yeah, and so okay. we didn't really go into the name too much. And you also had to go like he didn't upload it where people normally listen oh. to podcasts. Like you could only do it from his website. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Which, I mean, it's cool to get everybody to the one place. Mm-hmm. But you kind of need the the beast of, you know, Spotify and Apple to, to get it out there even further. I see. And so, yeah, I don't know if we got any listeners his way. Um, I've got a I've got a message with my wife. I'm definitely gonna have to check here pretty soon. Gotcha. Um, well, we're at 43 minutes, and we're doing this, um, you know, Thursday episode. Oh yeah, we have no time. It's not like we have to Nothing. keep going, so whenever, whenever we want to wrap it up, we'll just, you know, we're just... Um, well, do you have any... We're coming up to, to Belt, Montana. Uh, the creek that we we talked about at the Sluice Boxes is the Belt Creek. The Belt Creek flows through Belt, Montana. Yep. Do you have any interesting facts? I'm positive you've played shows here. Oh, yeah. So this creek does go right behind the um, Belt Creek Brew Pub. Which is yep. one of the more popular uh, bars in town. Where There's an ad for it right there. Bam, there it is. And I've played there many a time. 
and awesome, awesome little town um, full of good people. And it's cool. It's kind of picturesque, too, because as you see, it's like down in this little valley. We're, we're going up this super steep hill, and off to the right is this, like, picturesque little valley worth of, um, I don't know. Cool. Yeah, they just, they're just, I think I would say nestled yeah. in the, the hills of Montana with a creek running through. I wonder what wind is like for them down there. Do they, do they have the same complaints about wind that we have? In Great Falls, yeah, I'm not sure. Look, look sure. at how nice that looks. Yeah, it's, it's like a postcard. Just, yeah, it's definitely a postcard. And like for anybody outside of Montana that's listening, this people do this a lot where they live in towns that are, you know, half an hour or less from a what we call a big town, uh, big city in, in Montana, which is still not very big. No. But uh, you know, Great Falls would be a, a metro booming metropolitan area. Uh, on Montana standards mm-hmm. and belts the small town you live in similar to like suburbs of like you know Minneapolis or New York or Chicago like yeah. belts like a suburb of, of Great Falls so lots of people that live in belt work in Great Falls yep and they do that because they want the small town feel but the convenience of you know having a big town you know yeah. having a Walmart and and places you can just go buy things I, I've learned from Glasgow Glasgow was not that it was its own little town that had no big town to rely on. Oh, and so, like, if the one of the two, we had two grocery stores. One is like mom, pa. The other one was an Albertsons. Um, if they were out of two percent milk, you just didn't have milk. Like, whoa, you know, like that um, was just the way that was. Yeah, you're just you just. You have to wait till the shipment comes in, and right. and you know the milk is like a bad example. There was always enough milk, but Halloween costumes or you know just things that like yeah. you any almost everywhere in the United States you can just go pick up within ten fifteen minutes of your house. Mm-hmm. Glasgow, no, 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 no. I need this specific battery for my weird thing. Nope, you gotta you gotta order that. Yeah, it's the middle of no place. Yep. I think it's like has that designation. It does. The The first year we lived there, uh, I want to say it was CNN came to town because we had won like the the middle of nowhere America. Yeah, you're the farthest away from any city that any town in the world or any other town in America was. Right, yeah. Like you're on your own out there. Yeah, the requirements were like, how far are you from a town over like 30 or 50,000? Yeah. And then you had to at least be a population of like 2,000 or more. Yeah. Because there's, there's smaller towns, but their population's like 112, you know. Right. They, they, those didn't count. And so we just met these requirements that. Yeah, middle of nowhere America. And so there's literally signs now. You know, that's that's a, a, a tourist reason that people come visit there is because it's the middle of nowhere America. And there's signs that say, you know, middle on one side and nowhere on the other side, right? Like, do they have, like do, those crossroad signs. Do they have any cool T-shirts? I mean, maybe oh, we definitely went the T-shirt route, yeah. um, all of that. And then... Uh, it's also um, uh, Starbucks. Uh, Circle Montana is the furthest you can get from a Starbucks. Whoa. 
in anywhere in the United States is Circle, Montana, which is about an hour and a half from Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. And so apparently Glasgow is closer than Circle is to any Starbucks, but gosh, um, it, it was it, it was definitely three and a half to four hours to get to a Walmart from Glasgow, Montana. Ugh. And and what they have actually, there's this little airport um, in Glasgow that only flew in the if you count the pilots, a 10 seater plane like those, but you could take for $69, you could fly to Billings round trip. That's round trip. So they can get you to Billings and back in a day. And, and you know, you can't like bring a grocery store back with you. Right. So you can't go do grocery shopping, but like people would need knee surgery or, you know, they'd have to do a, a therapy appointment. And so, for 70 bucks maybe on on like peak times it'd be 100 bucks you could fly in these little teeny planes and they took like the smallest female on the flight and that was the co-pilot so you literally sat right next to the pilot looking out the windshield of the plane it it, it was crazy wow um and man you can feel turbulence in those small planes it's like this whole other lifestyle you had to live yeah in the middle of no place which was like specifically the middle of no place. Lots of people say that, but they're lying. Yeah. You were <laughs> actually worked in the middle of no place. Yep. Mm. Yep. But, but there was a place there. So that's weird. And there, there was a, there was a one guy we had up there that wrote for um, two popular magazines and, and he was a writer and maybe even editor too, um, for uh, outdoor magazines. Mm-hmm. And he wrote an article once we got this like designation of middle of nowhere that he, you know, he gets uh, ridiculed by his coworkers of like, why do you live there in the middle of nowhere, you know, in the middle of nothing and, you know, whatever. And um, he said, I live in the middle of everything that's important. And when, and when you were out there, like, there was so much public land, like free land that everybody owned and, and wilderness, and not wilderness, like kind of, it's, it's not like typical Montana, it's kind of plainsy. But then also one of the largest um, freshwater lakes in the nation is right there. Besides like the Great Lakes, it's, it's one of the largest. Has the same amount of shoreline that California does Whoa. on that lake in Montana called Fort Peck. And he's just like, I'm in the middle of everything that I find important in my life. And, and I, I always like that. that it, it can be depressing living in such a small town. Everybody knows like what you ate for dinner because they can smell your fart. Like, uh-huh. like oh, you had green beans last night. You know, <laughs> like they they know they're in your business. Mm-hmm. And then there's not a lot of lot of new that happens. But that little phrase that he put out probably gave me my energy to keep going on because yeah, you could just totally drive drive five minutes and you can like get out and hike. You can hunt. You can fish. Like. It was eight minutes for me to get my boat from my house to the one of the largest lakes in North America. Pretty cool. Yeah, and so it was pretty sweet. Well, anyway, uh, is there anything else we need to talk about? Uh, nope. Belt, Montana, where you used to um, belt beautiful music. Yeah. <laughs> ah. yeah. It was belting out the tunes in yeah. Belt. Yeah. And that's where I thought I saw... Um, oh, yeah, that's the bar I thought I saw. Who do you... Um, Oh, yeah, Dar- yeah. Darius Rucker from Hootie the Blowfish. But it was not. Nope, was not. Nope. And that's, that's so <laughs> to refresh people's memory, you saw a colored gentleman, an yeah. African-American, yep. that was wearing a specific hat. Uh-huh. And you thought he was Hootie. He looked like Hootie. And uh, 
that's not a racist comment. No, I just I, it, it I, just is what it is. I'm like, a fan, and the, it was a dark bar, and yeah, I was up on stage, and right. lights were on, and he was kind of staring at me as I was singing this Hootie and the Blowfish song, and I'm like, yeah, of course, isn't this? We're having a moment, right? Nope. Stared him down the whole entire time. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's all I have too. Um, you can see. From here right now, and it's it's an hour and a half for us to get there, but you can see that butte over there, that uh-huh. plateau. That's a butte of a butte. The last podcast, that's where he was paragliding, was that that butte. So you can go on YouTube and see from a paraglider's perspective. Oh, cool. That uh, that butte over there. Square butte, I think is what they call it. I think it's called. I don't know, though. There might be crown. There's a crown. There's square. I'm not sure. Which oh, square which. butte's behind us. Square butte's behind us. Gotcha. There's square and round over there. I can't remember the name of that one. It's it's a butte though. Yeah, yeah she's a butte. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I think that's it then. Yeah, man. We did almost an hour here. Fifty-two minutes. We went on a mountain adventure. We uh, we recapped things from the last podcast. We we enjoyed nature as we drove through it. And um, yeah, that was that was fun. Thanks for listening. Thanks for um, p- participating and liking things on the Instagram and the Facebooks. And, um, yeah, man, if you, ha- if you feel like leaving a review, I mean, if I were you, I'd just do it. I'd know? just do it. I'd just do it. I'd just do it. Because we really like that. That's, like, totally helping us out. And we're almost to our 50th episode, which means, <laughs> I mean, basically what it means is when we said we were going to do 50, we did 50. And so, have we learned lots of stuff? Probably. Absolutely. I mean, we had to have, and and you've learned probably too much about us. <laughs> that might be also something. So, let us know if we're sharing too much, or you you want us to share about other things that we've not yet, you know, maybe we haven't dug into certain things. Yeah, like shoe sizes or, or pant sizes. Yeah, first first tattoos or Do- dove in into that. Ooh, first first tattoos. That'd like, be good. Like, uh, if you ever got a brand, you know what I mean. Remember when brands? Yeah, my buddy used to brand brand people like yeah. like not the cool business way, but with the like you were branding it with a hot piece of metal. like a cow. Yeah, or something. Yeah, that was really big in high school. Yeah, it was. That's yeah. when I got. That's when I got mine. I didn't know you had one. I'll tell you where I got my brand on the next episode. When we're talking to Skylar. You'll have to tune in when we're talking to Skylar to find out where I have a brand. And I'm still reminded of it sometimes. But only sometimes. All right. So that that gives me clues that it's not somewhere that you would typically, you personally would see. So it's probably on your backside somewhere. Or the under of an arm. Don't don't tell me. Don't even tell me if I'm close. I'm not going to tell you anything. But that's just what I'm guessing. Everyone's just going to have to find out what it is. And like what would be so important that I would brand it searing into my flesh I think it was even sophomore year maybe maybe it was freshman year goodness and I was like yep I know I'm going to make a forever decision with (laughs) with this and I know that it's never going to um, be a bad thing yeah you made that decision correctly yep or or did I you're going to have to find (laughs) out on the next episode I already said I don't have any brands, but you can find out about my first tattoo and that story as well. We'll share all those things on the next episode. We appreciate you listening. Sharing is caring. I've been Brian. I've been Joe. We'll see you next show. show.